a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. This afternoon, uh, White House held a little panel discussion. Families. First, uh, what the Build Back Better agenda means for people of faith. It was an event uh, really focused on uh, how the policies of the administration do impact Utah families. And uh, Scott Howell participated and a good friend of the show. We appreciate him jumping on the line and helping us break it all down. Scott, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Boyd. Uh, really appreciate the opportunity to talk about the plan. It uh, it was pretty impressive, Um uh, having the White House and uh, uh, Josh Dixon, who leads the interfaith community for the uh, country, was on the call. And Rob Tabor, I think you know Rob, professor from UNC, who really put this together. But it was it was it was amazing. The Build Back agenda, and I have to be frank that I didn't really understand it uh, all that well. But boy, have I been briefed over the last four days, uh, three days, excuse me and what it does and what it doesn't do and and some of the benefits to you especially utah families yeah and i think that's probably one of the most important things that i got out of that and there were quite a few faith leaders on the call today um which was impressive and i appreciated the the time that everyone was pushing in and are putting in to participate and you know it's it's such a perfect plan for for us in Utah. We are a family friendly oriented state. One time I was with um, Elder Ballard, and it was when I was in the Senate, and and he uh, pulled me aside and he said, Scott, why don't you ask yourself every piece of legislation up here, how will it help families, and what will it do for families? And I thought that was really wise counsel. He said, we need family first policies that lead out on almost every policy and initiative. And I, that, that to me was a big sign that maybe had that conversation with Joe Biden too. I don't know. They've they've met on a couple of occasions and maybe he said that. Well, let's, let's jump into some of the conversation there. Former Congressman Ben McAdams was also part of that conversation. He pointed out that Utah child poverty rates, uh, where they sit, what that means and talked about some of the proposed legislation that would help lift uh, Utah's children out of poverty. In 2019, over 90,000 children in Utah were living in poverty, 90,000. And it's expected that the COVID-19 pandemic has worsened childhood poverty rates. Recently passed a newly proposed legislation aimed to significantly reduce those rates, to pull families out of poverty and to make sure 
that they have the support that they need to raise their kids in healthy and beneficial ways. One of the other things that uh, Rep- former Representative McAdams talked about uh, that I want to get you to weigh in on, Scott, is he, he spoke about the monthly child tax credit payments uh, and how uh, that kind of chimes in in terms of that family first approach to policy. The American Family Plan proposes to extend these monthly child tax credit payments as a permanent support for American families. I'll tell you, I've been happy to see our own Senator Mitt Romney supporting monthly child tax credit payments to give tax breaks to hardworking parents. And I agree with Senator Romney that the monthly payment component component of this proposal is critical. It gives parents a more reliable source of support for necessary spending, and it'll create stability in their household budgeting. So, Scott, as you listen to some of those uh, conversations, uh, what were some of your big takeaways uh, from this conference, from this roundtable discussion, uh, again, with members from the the White House as well as local Utah folks as well? You know, Boyd, I think uh, my takeaway was exactly what the Boyd Matheson show does. You bring people together to say, this isn't Democrat, this isn't Republican. This is what we need to do for citizens. And I really appreciated the congressman's comments. And I, I second everything Ben said about Mitt Romney's proposal. It, is, it reflects on what this country is made of. It's made of families, and it's made of a strong family of a moral background. And for me, uh, it just reiterated this whole notion uh, about coming together to do the right thing for the right reasons at the right time. And I, I, was, I was so impressed with, uh, and this is a big shout out to Amy Winter Newton. She is on her own. She has put together an intergenerational poverty group task force to deal with this issue. And I was with her on Monday over at the Other Side Academy. And she brought in some of her uh, key people on staff. And, you know, Amy Winter Newton at the county, uh, Ben McAdams, former congressman, Senator Romney, uh, this is what we should be doing is bringing entities together to figure out what we need to do. And on those numbers, I was blown away. You know, for every dollar that we invest in preschool and and, uh, child care to help people, it saves us $4 in cost to build uh, penitentiaries and, and jails and things like that. So for me, it really showed the Utah way in a great sense. You know, on the call, we had some really interesting people. There was Paul Gibbs, who had a kidney uh, transplant, who talked about the medical costs that his, his medication is more than his mortgage payment. We also had Darlene McDonald, a um, woman of color, a really prominent woman in our community, talking about when she came here as a single parent, she chose Utah because it was a family-friendly uh, community, yeah. and she felt that the schools were great for her kids. Zachary Ballard, a student at UVU, <laughs> he's working two jobs. His wife's working two jobs, and they can barely make it. And so I think just uh, – oh, and then we had Dina Blades from the county that talked about uh, this whole notion of uh, the expansion. The economy has been so good, but the reality is more people are experiencing some type of uh, loss in rental, uh, I mean, in their uh, not being able to pay their rent. Landlords are also suffering. And it was good at the end of the call that we heard that the, this is not just a one-sided issue about renters. It's also about landlord reimbursement yeah. to get us through this tough time. And, and that's a, 
that's a good thing in my mind. It's yeah. looking at the total picture. That's right, and that's uh, that's the key to all these discussions uh, is making sure we're looking at all the perspectives, bringing everybody to the table, and we may not always agree on the finer points or exactly what uh, the dollars and cents are, but there is a way to get to the right kinds of solution. Uh, I think this uh, White House Family First event uh, is a good way to engage in some serious conversations. Scott, uh, thanks for joining us and bringing us in the loop on this one, uh, as always. Thanks, Boyd. I appreciate the time. And you know what? We can, and I emphasize the word we, we can make a better country, a better community, and, and, and a better planet once we come together. Yeah. Thanks, Boyd. All right. Awesome. That's uh, Scott Hal uh, joining us. And uh, we're going to step aside for one last commercial break. When we come back, we're going to round out our crucial conversations, our uncomfortable conversations when it comes to how things are playing out in New York as it relates to Governor Cuomo and what it means for all of us in terms of those kinds of conversations. Stay with us. Much more to come on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.